a little funny intro. Oh, that sounds better. What'd you do? Turned you up. Oh. Turned myself up, too. There I, there I am. Here I am. There he is. There I am. There you is. Ooh. Yeah, you can hear it all better, right? Yes, it's crystal clear. Yeah, it's a whole lot different. I like it. I like it. You can hear my papers. Can I get the <laughs> Rush Limbaugh paper snap going there? I never watched him. He's such no, a fucker. I mean, well, you can hear him on the radio. He does a little paper snap thing. Well, you can hear us when we do our tequila shots and we're we do doing our, our limes and our smacking and stuff. So, yeah, I know. you know, it's kind of kind of the same, but not really. <laughs> Similar-ish. Similar-ish. We could do a show on that. Similar-ish. <laughs> We've got a lot of ishes going on lately. All right. So we want to make a two-minute... Right, well, some sort of trailer that to, so people get a feel for what we're up, up to here. Well, I don't know if it's going to be today or sure. if it's something we pull from. Yeah, or, no, I, you I know, get together some several some things probably. Out, yeah. Just something where we're being funny and silly and uh-huh. like people would. You want to hear more? Yeah, yeah. people are yeah. like, fuck yeah, they sound I, interesting. I think a fast-paced collage. They sound like they'd be hot and have a lot of good information. <laughs> I think a fast-paced collage of provocative just like entertaining snippets, snippets yes. of like one-liner that things. would totally work that would be cute can you fit that into your spare time over there miss producer i have so much spare know, time i'm just you? waiting to like do more stuff for micah i know mm-hmm. i'm gonna send you the honeydew list yeah you know, know. we're rolling now so that's good oh good <laughs> okay so i'm gonna make your honeydew list it's coming at you awesome i know <laughs> i don't have anybody else to Give a honeydew list too, so might as well send you one. Just feel like the the, the benefits don't go along with the list. The list. It's probably yeah. true. Probably true. So with that, I'm gonna say, hey, guess what? We're living the midlife. I'm Micah. I'm Andrea. And hello, Miss Sassy Britches with the honeydew hey. list, Lauren over there. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna get rolling on this uh, conversations over cocktails, and today we are having it's uh peanut butter and jelly so the new hot drink is a peanut butter whiskey and the big one is screwball but the one that i bought is ram's point because that's what the liquor lady told me was cheaper and better Mm -hmm. and we have a little ocean spray yes it's a grape cranberry because they didn't have just Just diet grape grape. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they're trying to cut down on our sugar because it goes straight to our fucking hips because we're (laughs) midlife that's right (laughs) okay so here we go Cheers. cheers Cheers. little uh, peanut butter and jelly delicious drink mm. yeah so my thought on this is that i think it's delicious no I, it seems like it's not quite jelly you know I, I, well i think the thing about a pbj is really you want to taste the peanut butter right so we need more peanut butter so what, what i'm thinking it'd make a really good shot if you increased the peanut butter ratio and just kind of made it into sort of like a, you know a bar shot where you have you know just you know what i meant to do with them i have these little um shot glasses that are waffle cones and i fucking meant to put them in there see that would be perfect damn it and what we need is some melted peanut butter to drizzle Uh, around the side to make it thick that melted peanut butter i had was so good we we were in california that's when i first learned about the pb and j shot and this was actually in an irish bar and it was um they said their their shot of the day was PB&J, and we're like, well, we like peanut butter. So he actually was putting this melted, creamy peanut yeah, butter in this, in this blender with Jameson. So that's the PB&J. So it's Jameson and peanut butter. It was delicious. And, and since and I don't have Jameson, we went with 
ocean spray grape juice. Now, does the, does the ocean <laughs> spray have artificial sweeteners in it? Because I think that may be the thing that's making it kind of for me. Oh, is that what it, it is? It could be because it's Probably. diet. Yeah. It's oh, diet. That's definitely then. Okay. It's only five calories, so. No, that's definitely what it is. Because real grape juice has that real tang to it. Oh, it's really, really, really So that might have been better. Yeah. So, but if we do a bigger shot of the peanut butter whiskey and yeah. just dash, just dash it with just a little and teeny bit of. And maybe no. a spritz of oh, little a soda little bit of the Welch's grape juice. Okay, so the I real think we stuff. okay, so, so I think we, we need to have one of these ta- times coming up. Let's try it with a Jameson and some peanut butter, and let's try it this way. Let's just have a peanut butter off. Okay. Whatever. I'm really, uh, glad, I'm, I'm really glad we've taken two or three minutes of program time <laughs> at the top of the show in order to address how we can improve this shot. At least. Well, I mean, I, you know, yeah. People we, out there might be wondering no, what experiment, to do. Experiment for yourselves. There's but anyway, this vegetables. what is this whiskey yes. called again? That one is, um, gosh, I just said it. Oh, point, sorry. point ram, bullet something ram, ram, ram point. It's not bullet. Something ram. No, it wasn't ram, bullet. Ram, ram something. Ram point. Ram. Damn it! Now I'm ram point. It's ram okay. point sounds right. Anyway. Whatever. It's ram something. Look yeah. it up. It's delicious. It. It's actually whatever. pretty good. It yeah. smells good. I like it. There's like also it. screwball. That's the yeah. more uh, whatever. I said it earlier in the podcast. Just rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not here to really talk about um, peanut, butter, peanut whiskey. butter whiskey today. Yes, because. I feel like America's fucking on fire. Yes. And this show was supposed to be about Pride Month because it's Pride Month. And we were actually going to go to Dallas this coming up Saturday this weekend and go to the parade. I've never been. I've never been either, actually. I know. And so I had that on my calendar. I was so excited. And then COVID hit. And I thought, well, we're not going to get to do that because I thought that'd be fun for all of us to go. Sure. I wanted to go. But that's not happening because now... Now the world is in another mess, or not the world, America, for the most part. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about both of these things, for it being Pride Month and also about the whole Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. Uh I really wanted to go because I I watched last year, and those moms and dads were holding up those signs that says, like, free mom hugs here. And it was such a cute thing. Did you remember seeing that? I've seen those. Yeah, I'm like, I want to do yeah. that. You want to so be the mom bad. that I want to be the, the mom hugs. that gives all the hugs because they were Aww. just giving these like such deep, strong hugs. Oh, I want to do that. So sweet. Well, we're gonna do that like whenever we can again. I don't. <laughs> yeah, we we gotta go to <laughs> they the drag it? show and do the whole kind of thing down there too. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know what they'll do with the, the parade. I'm not because really it was privy. it's huge. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of things are huge that I know. you know aren't going on right now for yeah. There's just no couple way that... reasons I can think of immediately. Yeah, yeah. Well, none of that stuff. I mean, I guess I just don't know if things are going to be postponed or just like they're they're done until next year. Like, I don't know. What's interesting though, like so, the ironic thing about Pride Month is so the reason why Pride Month is in June is that's the month that the Stonewall riots occurred. Yes. And so, for those of you who don't know your gay history you should because it's interesting um and so uh in the what year was that 79 69 69 that's right okay yes i did some research no you did well why don't you tell the story and i'll fill in some gaps well i just somebody had posted about a netflix show that's about um marcia p johnson and she was a trans person lady Mm -hmm. that um was murdered and her murder was never solved. And it's on Netflix. It's really interesting. She died in 92, but she was part of the um, riots and everything. Mm-hmm. 
So that which happened in '69. So it was a really interesting Netflix series. So I yeah. would encourage people to go and watch it. And her murder still hasn't been solved, but it's it's probably mob related. Well, they were, there certainly is. I, I know yeah. some story on that actually. Yeah. Um, I don't know about her death, but in terms of the Stonewall riots themselves. Yes. So the Stonewall uh, Inn was this gay bar club in you know South South Manhattan. You know back when. It wasn't crazy expensive. Stonewall Inn in Greenwich. Uh huh. Greenwich. Greenwich Village. Yeah. I wrote a couple notes. (laughs) Which you know, in those days, was probably known as much for jazz and heroin use, and it was just the the rent was low, and so if you were queer, you probably wouldn't be able to get a good paying job necessarily. So that was kind of a haven for all kinds of people who are queer, and in particular, uh, you know, trans trans women, uh, because at that point in time the city of new york had a law that required you to have at least three items of male clothing visible at all times Uh, otherwise you would get busted for uh, impersonating something whatever i don't know exactly some sort of impersonation charge so (laughs) basically you weren't being yourself um Uh, by being yourself okay and um because that does what right yeah, well, that's just it. It was just Gives a way. Them excuse. An I mean, excuse like, to harass you. trans oh, yeah. women, basically, yeah. or drag yeah. queens. Not just trans. I mean, there's, there, are, there are drag queens, too, who are just kind of, or non-binary folks, too. Um, just queer folks in general who obviously stand out as such. But also, it, it, and it, like any kind of gay community or hub, it, it also has, like, at that time, there, you couldn't be gay. There was no such thing as being an out gay mm-hmm. man. It wasn't like a... There wasn't this sense of cultural identity that you see now with the rainbow flag and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like if you were part of any kind of gay rights organization, it'd be like the Mattachine Society, which was completely secretive because, you know, up until like it wasn't up until the 90s that you even had the sodomy laws uh, overruled in Supreme Court in the state of Texas. And those laws are still in the books, by the way, but they're not enforceable because they're you know, unconstitutional, or at least they have been up until who knows what happens going forward from here. Anyway, um, so anyway, so all this stuff is kind of built up. So a lot of gentlemen would go there in particular to kind of, you know, have relationships and, you know, hook up, obviously. That that was part of it. Um, Because there wasn't, like, a place to have, like, a healthy relationship that way. It was entirely... Secret. I keep my, this is my life. This is what I do. I uphold all the, the looks and the image and all that stuff. But this is kind of, you know, really what I, you know, my attraction or, or my identity in terms of gender. And so, um, so it also attracts a lot of investment bankers, you know, which means drugs and money and all kinds of stuff. And when you circle that in with the fact that the Stonewall Inn was a, a mob owned venue, it doesn't become long before blackmail starts to occur. Mm-hmm. And so um, in, in this particular instance, uh, the uh, Interpol was getting hot on some weird transactions that were going on overseas, like cross transatlantic, because visitors from London would come and they'd do trades and all that kind of stuff. And, and there were some securities issues. I don't know exactly what the nature of them was, but it was going to start implicating some blackmail. And so that's one side of it. So that's the ownership side to try to push to have, to push back against the police raids. But, um, when it came to the, the bar itself and the patrons, um, 
it wasn't uncommon for you know the police just to raid the place, just arrest everybody, just whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put you in jail. You were you know you'd have to explain that to your wife or whatever why you're in jail and why you're in that place and right all this kind of stuff and um, you know you could lose your job over it. You could, I mean all all kinds of things that could go along with that. You know in a divorce you could have your children taken away from you altogether. They'd have absolute grounds mm-hmm. just because you were in a place where homosexuals hang out. So anyway, so all that kind of pushed together. People were tired of getting raided. Um, They were really abusive towards trans women in the streets. The the cops were. And so they basically one day just rioted. And it was, it wasn't like a giant, you know, march in the streets like you see now. It was a group of maybe, you know, 25, 50 and wasn't it like a month long? Because I have it was like from June to July of '69. Like, did did they have more than one? Well, I think There's there like... were some there were some other follow up sorts yeah. of incidents. I think the actual riots themselves were just a, a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I haven't looked at it in a while. It's been a while since I've studied this, so I'm just kind of shooting from my memory. But the tactic was there. There weren't a whole bunch of them at first. It was just like a group, and then so they'd start throwing stuff at the cops, and the cops would have to kind of back down and then once the cops kind of got all gathered together and had a force then the group would just kind of run over here you know this other place because the cops really never went down there because it was a shady part of town and fuck them right that's that's (laughs) that was their attitude so unless they wanted to you know bust some queers that's they didn't go down there for anything Uh so um anyway so they do this cat and mouse game and so they were so much more nimble than the cops were they'd hit them from one side and they'd get start running Running and like in high heels too, like it was a, it was a right. bunch of things, and so it kind of kept happening night after night. So the cops would come back and doing it, keep keep doing it, and then they'd have more people there, and they kind of kept doing yeah. the same tactic. And I don't remember how it it ended up. It's been a while, and I, I woefully underprepared for this topic. Um, but it well, just, you know plenty of information. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's more to it. Uh, if you would like, go to your local library. Wikipedia is great. There are also a couple of good documentaries on. I know I've seen them on Netflix. One is uh, gay rights in the United States up and to, up to Stonewall, and then there's another one that's from Stonewall going on. Fantastic, really interesting. So you know, if you're it, well, I'm sure this month too there'll be a lot um, on social media, right, right. And, and that will be broadcast once yeah. once our current riots are yeah. over. Well, and I, I think too with the. Um, Fellas, if you're out there and you, you're, you know, you're listening to this thing and you, you're, you know, your guy friends probably would bust your balls for listening to talk or watching those kinds of documentaries. Do it anyway. They don't have to know, but educate yourself about other people's history. Well, it kind of goes with country. civil rights, yeah. though, too. Well, it is a civil rights thing. Yeah, Absolutely I mean, it, yeah. It's, it's about what's going on in America right, right now. So yeah. it's this is for everyone. This is not mm-hmm. this is we're not trying to segregate. And so that's I wanted to talk about. So it's Pride Month, but I want to talk about the Black Lives Matter right, right. now, which is prevalent. And we're in the heat of it right now. Um, but Marsha P. Johnson was a black woman um, and she was the one who was murdered on the uh, Netflix series. So I wanted to. So Sonny Anderson is a Food Network um, chef. You guys know about her. She's an African-American lady. So she posted on her Instagram. She had some really good information or she posted about this. And I wanted to read about it, about everything that's going on right now. And so she's is talking about um, 
on PBS, there was a special, and this was back in 1987, called Eyes on the Prize. And she's she's talking about growing up as a as a black girl, and she has some backup story. And you should follow her on Instagram. Um, so a little bit of what her Instagram post was. She says, it's an excellent way to start the dialogue in your home. She's talking about this PBS special. Um, in your home or if solo, it can educate you and fill in the blanks. What I still remember from watching it is how captivated I was by non-blacks on those marches protesting with us. I asked my parents why, and they explained not all people are bad and it takes all walks of life to affect change. That is why at 45, I lend my voice and support to the LBGTQ community. I don't need to be of it to love it. So this here is me appreciating you if you feel you are not of me, but support me and other black lives that matter. Because truth is, we are all of each other. This is also for many of us that don't have the words or a way to educate their family without fear of misinformation. We are all human but right now there is attention needed in a particular area. If you need an unbiased historical look at this mess, check out the documentary. Mm-hmm. So I love the way that she is talking about black lives matter, but also, you know, your gay, lesbian, trans, you know, mm-hmm. everyone, it's, it's all of us, yeah, all, all of us here and now. So then and she's not, and, and I love that about about this that yeah. she's bringing it all together mm-hmm. right when i think too that's the point like what started the gay rights movement is the same thing that's getting this going right now it's that you know not not i can't claim to have this sense of oppression that a lot of people have that a lot of other people that are in the queer community have but you know there's there's a great intertwinedness of the gay community and the lgbt community i mean you think about disco music dance music dance moves and art creative art and pop art in general that's that's a lot of times the synthesis of the gay dance club community along with african-american music producers you can think about hip-hop and all that kind of stuff that's where kind of things were and you know the anti you take the anti-disco movement of the 70s right you know disco sucks and all that that was a bunch of pissed off white dudes who wanted to listen to led zeppelin which is great and everything because i like led zeppelin don't get me wrong but that sentiment about it was like really that was speaking out against gay music and black music it was <clears throat> kind of a misogyny pointed against themselves um but yeah I, I think that's just it it's it but right now the 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 back seat is on well it's all on point because right now you've got the the cases before the supreme court about you know whether or not title seven and other non-discrimination uh, laws regarding sex includes uh, gay and uh, and queer people and um and you've also got these things going on with black men and women too, but largely black men being killed all the time. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's overwhelmingly ridiculous, but so, I mean, I'm kind of, I think there's a time, but right now the knees to kind of be taken to the black lives matter thing for sure. In my mind, you had Andrea, you had a couple of good posts that you did on Instagram. I don't know if you want to pull those up, but there, but, but I liked some of them that you posted about, um, maybe bring them up and look at them. And okay. I, I meant to tell you that earlier and I totally forgot. Um, so Sarah Cottrell, she's on Instagram, somebody that, that I saw and she said, please don't be 
a hot minute activist who only supports a cause because it's right there in front of you. This fight for what's right is a movement, not a moment. Mm -hmm. And so again, I think, you know, we're all in this right now with all this emotions and everything that's going on. And of course this happens all the time. I mean, you can talk about it when, when we have shootings at, at the grade schools. I mean, anytime there's a hot topic and, and there's all these emotions, but there's got to be a time where people really stop and say, okay, I have to make a change. I have to make sure my children make a change. I have to make sure my friends and my family and man, have we seen some dialogue on Facebook and people arguing mm-hmm. and it is, but yeah, I think, I think right now most people in life tend to put their, what they think their best face forward and keep their hatreds and bigotry in the back and things like this, um, have people rear the ugly head of what they actually do believe. And I'm shocked by some people's comments and it hurts my heart. Um, and I'm not sure at this point in my life I can be around people like that anymore. Yeah. Well, I don't I think just, so. I think we've I definitely can't. in middle age, we have gotten to a point where we're like, fuck you. I don't need you in my circle. No, mm-hmm. I, I don't need to no. be. We have this loving circle that we, I mean, there's, there's things that feed your own soul mm-hmm. and you know, they're them. We're us. I'm me. Um, and what feeds my soul, I need to fill my room up with myself up with my, my, my circle up with. And I, I, I don't, but, and to say that though, you don't want to live in your own little bubble and not stand up for things that you believe. And right. I want to make sure I don't do that. I, I don't want to really surround myself with people who are full of hate anymore or say absolutely ridiculous things. Yeah. Um, but I also should voice, you know, the, you know, voice what's important mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. and stand up for people I, I believe are <laughs> as equal but as us. But if they're on your Facebook page, you can just get rid of them. Right. Right. If it's somebody you see all the time or it's a friend or it's a family member or somebody, yeah, yeah, then you can confront them or have a dialogue with them or say, have you really looked at this point of view or have you done this? Um, And a lot of times they're not going to listen. There's certain generation. We got that from the lamestream media, man. I don't believe. Okay, so here I want to. I'm just really mad right now. I'm just really mad. I was it yesterday. I was so upset. I thought I was going to cry all day long. Just looking, just reading all the stories and watching all the videos. And I'm just so upset with everything the lack of empathy and um it just is it's disheartening it is it it is crazy and i want to tell a story real quick so andrea and i have a friend some mutual uh, mutual friends and they had a daughter and this daughter middle school age came to them basically i saying that she identified more as a male and they were kind of going through this and they didn't really tell us all about it. And they would kind of give us some snippets and things. And so before she went to high school, she actually, they changed her name. I mean, she, she so, switched over to a man. Social transition. Yes, call, yes. Social transition. But she also, so here's what's interesting about this family and they handled it so well. I mean, I told them, I like, I was so proud of them and the way that they supported him 
you know, and his transition and going into high school and changing his name. And one of their biggest hurdles was the grandfather. Yeah. So the grandfather grew up and he's a minority. He was a Native American Indian and he grew up with some very strong beliefs and it was super hard. Whoa. And you just blew that whole build up. <laughs> God, Ann, come on. Sorry. It was super hard for hey, wait, him. Wait, wait, no, start over, start over, start over. Okay. okay. No, I'm it's thinking. okay. It was super hard for him to adjust and make that transition. But I can remember him, or they relayed the story to us that he finally, he's like, you never, what was it, Andrea? I can't remember exactly how they stated it, but um, he's like, um, gosh. Blessed, I wish I could remember. My memory's bad because I'm getting old and Alzheimer's. Um, I was talking about when you grow up and the, the thing that you hate ends up really being the, the thing, thing that, that you, you love. love. Because he absolutely loved this granddaughter. Like, they had a really special bond. And so when things switched, he and he had to switch everything in his mind. And he couldn't hate her. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people could. There are yeah. a lot of families that turn their backs on their children, yes. and which I could never understand. But he embraced, you know, this child through the transition, and stuff, which well, was a yeah. lot, which was a lot for yeah. him. And which I was is amazing. I have said it's really hard to hate close up. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to hate close up. My, my experience Absolutely. is my granddad's 87 years old and I was always concerned mostly about what he would say. But my grandmother had talked to him about it before she passed. <clears throat> because it had been brought up years before I actually did transition. So, you know, his head was kind of there. He's never really understood it. He says, "My, I don't really understand your lifestyle. And then I'm, I try to put that aside and say I don't really have a lifestyle necessarily, mm-hmm. um, at least not related to what my gender is. Um, but just the idea that he's been so accepting and so loving, and we've always been close because I'm his oldest grandchild, and so... I mean, I still feel that connection with him. He's kind of like, you know, my other dad Mm because he was so young when I was born. So, but all that to say, you know, I'm fortunate in that regard. I have, you know, some of my, a sibling or two of a parent or so is not cool. Um, But, you know, whatever. Fuck them. That's their problem. Easier said than done, though, because it's still family. Is it? Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, I guess you can get to a certain point. I mean, you know, it's so. I, I'll be as open and loving as anybody else. I don't care, but it's like, if you're not going to like even talk to me yeah. or act like I'm not there it's not or talk it. like I'm just, you know, insane or something. Sometimes friends, yeah, sometimes friends are better family sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Family. They really are. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So did you have, so I have one thing that was, um, how to stay connected to your soul. And um, this was, I'll read it real quick. When something happens in the world that is wrong, don't try to move on with your life like it is right. The voice within you that says, this is not okay, is a direct call from basic goodness of your spirit. Pick it up every time. Pick it up and stay, stay on the line until you figure out how to help. So this is Cleo Wade, um, her incredible mindset. And I think she's on Instagram also. But again, so stay on the line and, um, you know, figure it out. Figure I think out if, how you can help. I think if you feel, if you feel something isn't right, then, then it's, it's, not right. it's not right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that may be. I mean, it's, yeah. if you know, if you feel it, your intuition tells you it, it's absolutely it's true. It's, yeah. So, oh, can I give up what the fuck moment? Oh yeah. I got one too. Let's do some what the fuck moments. Do, do you want to go, go first? I go first. You go first. All right. What you got? So, um, yeah, this last weekend I took the boys to a friend of mine from law school. She's got this really nice ranch property. And so this historic home is built in 1871 and it's like built of limestone. It's right awesome. on the Bosque river. It's gorgeous place. Fun. Did it Perfect. have any ghosts? I, I didn't see any ghosts. Oh, I bet. You could probably discern some spirits around there because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of upset ones around there from something. It's a long I bet time if Andrea had been there, they'd have been talking to us. Yep. The place had <laughs> the place had a spirit. I'll say that. Like okay. there's a spirit there. The I don't know. It, it's a mixed bag of feelings in that house for sure. Ooh. But it was a, but it was a cool place. It was a really cool okay. place. And I was very reju- rejuvenated by it. You know, the cool. ghosts are at rest. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, okay. So now that we're done with that metaphysical part. <laughs> um, so my, I was there with my friend. I had my boys. She had our two, her two kids there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, she wants to invite this guy that she's been seeing to come hang out with us. And she, I guess out of courtesy to me, let him know ahead of time that I was trans. And she showed me some of the text messages he sent. And he was like, so is transmission fluid going to be there? Actually, that's a pretty good way of putting it. I'm like, what it, I mean, we were both like, what, what the hell does that mean? And <laughs> Transmission fluid. Yeah. So this guy, that's she, your nickname now. <laughs> Transmission fuck, fluid. No, no. Oh, okay. This guy, was... this guy said that about called me that. Okay. Oh, I you thought know, it was like a typo in the is text. Transmission fluid slash he slash she going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be here. She's my guest. And he's like, she said, you should be kind to my guests and, and, you know, want to hang out. And he's like, I thought I should have it. I thought I was supposed to have a discerning spirit, which if you're not aware, this is the spirit of discernment is one of these spiritual gifts, according to, you know, sort of a fundamentalist evangelical view. I think it's from Corinthians, whatever. The idea is you're supposed to be able to tell good from evil. You're supposed to be, have a discerning He's spirit. He's supposed to be able to tell that? Yeah. He, he said, and it's funny, they make these sort of Briggs Myers-esque kind of tests to figure out what your spiritual gifts are. Ooh. Like they have a list of them. Anyway, it, um, some are encouragement, all this stuff, but hit, the one that he brought up was a spirit of discernment, which I know exactly what that means. I had to explain to her what it meant, but so apparently because he's, you know, wise and all that. And she sent him a, a message saying, look, you know, I like you. I'd like to meet you. If, if you, I'm going to give you another shot if you want to actually come and not be a douche and bag. not be a dick, you know, and be, please meet my guest and my friend. And if you're not open-minded enough to do that, then, you know, sorry and he says well um well i'm just gonna have to pass and go ahead and please delete my number and my memory from your my my me from your memory and oh, so he um, was just like done what yeah, he was fucking out just cause because like, she's friends good. with you uh-huh and i was there yeah well and he also had a little sneer like you know i pray you, you don't lead any more souls away <gasps> oh fuck him i know right it was just sort of like yeah. what yeah i i I don't but you know understand. But that's better that. that she figured that no, out right now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I told like, her. Get rid of him. No, it wasn't like a big heartbreak, but he was checking a lot of boxes for her. They had a great time. And so, but it's like, yeah, it was just kind of funny to hear that. Like, I was like, huh. You know, there's things that I guess people probably do say about me, but I don't really hear it, you know? Yeah. Getting to see it. She, she was reticent to show me at, the, at first. And it was, it was kind of funny. I, I was like, man, 
I said, next time, just don't tell him, you know, just let him get here and meet me. Because once you see me, you can't like, I, you have well, to why, engage, you know? Yeah, I why mean, would he not like you? I know, right? I'm delightful. Fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what he's missing out on. I know. I know. He's never going to. How do you make a prejudgment when you haven't even met the person or seen the person? How do you do that? Well, I haven't met him or seen him, but I'm pretty sure he's an asshole. Well, yeah, that's well, true. Now, <laughs> that's true, I mean, yeah. from those, from the messages and stuff, but, but it, I, 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 when I meet people or see people, I feel some kind of like aura or feeling from mm-hmm. them. Yeah. You know, I don't, it doesn't matter if they're male, female, no. child, older, black, yeah. white, whatever, gay. I mean, it's, it's this aura more. So you, you, can re- you read people and you yeah, feel people, it, yeah. you know, yeah, you and feel. then you can kind of tell like someone's well, a like douche or not. That was like that. We were in the bar that oh, night God, and that you was were horrible. You're like, you kept going this couple next to us. You're like, he's bad. He's a bad person. Like yeah. I can feel, I can feel him. There's something wrong with him. I feel sorry for that girl. He's I, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never you felt totally such a bad aura so... from a human being before than him. And I was, I was scared for her life for some reason. It was yeah. horrible. I, I'll anyway. say, oh, go, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it was yeah. just, it's, yeah, it was just weird. It was crazy. It was just weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, but I've gotten the point. I really hate when people preface my introduction. Okay. Just want you to be, no, like I don't, I don't like that at all, honestly, because I'd rather just like the meet me, figure it out or not. I don't give a shit. It's not really relevant for most purposes, you know, just. Well, how many people you know? did you meet like on um, New Year's Eve? And they were like, man, you look really familiar. You know, because I didn't tell anybody. No, I know. It was funny because I have to like reintroduce like, myself. I'm like, huh. They're like, why do you look so familiar? <laughs> right. Like, you uh, all right. I've met you before. Right. And they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, out. 4th of July. 4th of July, I hung out, you know. What? They're like, I'll look a little different huh. then. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't send out like a text. Yeah text message to everybody like hey that fourth of july weekend was so fun it It was fun super fun time time. okay here's my what the fuck moment all right so again social media i normally never post things that are kind of controversial because i just post pictures of me drinking and having fun right which that's the micah we all know and love right and that's why people are always like you look like you're having such a good time yeah but i cried like for fucking six months but whatever (laughs) i just you know put my Happy put face those, on. Put those, put those happy pictures out there. <laughs> Me drinking. So I posted something about the Black Lives Matter. This oh, yeah. cute little picture of this little boy. And the comments were crazy. On our page. On no, this no, on, on my personal. Page. On oh. my personal page. And yeah. the meme was this little boy holding a sign. And he cute said, when boy. did I go from cute to yes. scary? Oh, I saw little that black yes. boy. That's a great one. Yes. Yeah. Well, the comments, there was lots of comments. Oh, yeah. And there was a lot of back and forth from my friends and I just let it go. Uh-huh. I was like, whatever, let them all argue it out. And so like the night went and the next day I'm looking, well, my father-in-law who is on this post with several different people, the next day he is antagonizing someone again, like to this one person, a friend of mine, um, why aren't you answering me? <laughs> And so I made a post and I was like, please stop. You know, I said, you haven't talked to me in two years. 
Oh, he was tagging you. He wasn't. No, no. it was on my oh. post. Oh. But I haven't spoken to the man in two years yeah, yeah. since the separation and all this shit has happened. I think I've heard from him once where I made a comment on social media about how bad Prius drivers were. And he uh-huh. commented on that because he has a Prius. Uh. But other than that, I have not one word. He hasn't spoken to me. Uh-huh. And so, so he's commenting on here and arguing with all my friends. And so when I said this to him to stop, his response was, bite me. <laughs> uh- <laughs> That's funny. Who the fuck like, says that anymore? Wow. Okay, so let me. Oh, bite and then me. he says, "Well, just go ahead and block me." All right, just on <laughs> easy you, you enough. To... Easy enough, but bite me. What the fuck? <laughs> bite are me? Are you serious? <laughs> so bad. God, How fucking so immature. immature are you? I I did tell one of my uncles to fuck off with his inane response <laughs> to one of my brother's posts. My brother's post was just thought provoking. It wasn't necessarily like you know controversial but this dude he just it, and I don't, I don't even think that it's necessarily we're seeing a representation of, of what people's espoused values are what we're seeing is they're so blinded by their loyalism and tribalism that there's a suspension of morality with regard to the leader and this is a common effect within tribalistic thought and so it's not necessarily even a thought of like good or bad it's just that hey we say this is bad and this is the code, this is the language, this is how we do it. And if you're not on board, that's it. You're not part of the group. And so being out of the group is the biggest fear for a lot of these people. And not being in power, too. That helps, too. Well, <laughs> yeah. I hope that when I'm in my 70s that I don't tell my, you know, um, not, I'm not going to say grandchildren, but, you know, in-laws or, or whatever to bite me because yeah. because we don't agree or because I'm asking you to stop posting on something. So yeah. we won't be talking no. anymore at all. Yeah. No, <laughs> Apparently. I get it. Hey, whatever. You know, Apparently, worst losses. That relationship blocked. is over. There's going to be a lot of severed family relationships going forward. It's going to be really, it's getting weird. I'm it already not is that too way. really been up about that one. And no. that's the problem so okay. though is that we're not, you know, like, you know there, there are people that I absolutely love yeah. on his side of the family that I would be devastated to lose. Oh, and sure. that's not going to happen because we have great relationships. No, I don't so. mean like your family versus, I just mean like oh, in general. General. families in general over oh, yeah, politics absolutely. and things like that, politics yeah. and, you know, and, and these issues stuff. and yeah. yeah. Or like we said, friends, yeah. it's yeah. time people, it's time to just, you know, clean house, it's clean yeah. house time, get rid of those people around you that aren't going to, uh, don't believe in, well, so, and, and most I'm talking so. about are not even really good friends anyway, aren't in this, yeah. aren't, you know, so I just don't have time for it anymore. I just, it yeah. brings, it's, I don't have time for it's it. It's not worth the energy to give Mm-mm. a shit. No, no I not. got too much drinking to do. I don't yeah. have time for it. So <laughs> if I may give one little bit of just sort of legal knowledge with regard to your Facebook posts and all those sorts of things, your Facebook page or anybody else's Facebook page is not, you know, an open forum. And the first amendment is a right against the government. So you have a right to free speech against with regard to the government, but with regard to an individual, if you're on their forum, if you're in their place, if they want you to put on a mask to come in their place, you're bound to that. If they have a jacket requirement, you're bound to that. Mm -hmm. If you have to keep your thoughts civil on my website or on my Facebook page, you're bound to that. And honestly, if it's your page, you can be as arbitrary or capricious as you want, as long as you're not a government agent. And that's just fine. So <laughs> you protectors and defenders, you can police, police your own pages and, um, and you kick know, people off, kick people off for being assholes. uncivil. Yes. Don't, that's don't right. stir the pot. And, and just one more. Don't, don't stir the pot unnecessarily, you know, like 
if your thing's going to piss off half the people in the world intentionally, then, you know, maybe dial it back a little bit. So. Oh, but people want that uh, want to do that and stir the pot. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to listen to you. They're not listening to our. If they would just our, our fucking podcast vote. Podcast here. Can they vote? If you just vote, I mean, walking the street is one thing, but vote. Yeah, it makes a big yeah, difference. Yeah, we and need did, to do what we can to. Yes, I you, found that. Would that you like me list? to? Yes, I would. Oh, sorry. Would you like me to read this one? Yes, this that one? was good. I liked that one. Oh, I need to put glasses on because yes. I'm old. Yes, me too. Because when you get over fifty, you can't see things in front of your face yes. anymore. Okay, so this is a um, just a little meme Instagram post that I really liked. Um, it says, the world will say to you, we need to end racism. Start by healing it with your own family. The world will say to you, how do we speak to bias and bigotry? Start by having the first conversation at your own kitchen table. The world will say to you, there's no such thing as hate. Oh, there's too much hate. Devote yourself to love and love yourself so much that you can love others Without barriers and without judgment. Cleo Wade. Oh. It's your girl. That's the same person. It's the same yeah. person. I like it. It's you guys stealing well, all that. That's crazy. I know. I like it. It's <clears throat> good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I think what time? Are we, oh, are we're, we're, we're well okay. and good. Oh, okay. I like that. I'm going to end with one I was reading through my Nana, Nana Red's um, little I Believes today. So I'm going to end with one of hers. It says, I believe being angry doesn't give you the right to be cruel. Oh, she had that written. That's sweet. So there That's we go. That's a good one. That's a good so one. So we're going to, that. to uh, cheers out cheers and out. say, drink, drink up, up and, and be somebody. somebody.